0: Ladies and gentlemen, The Commercials.
1: I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted, and every hill and mountain shall be made low, the rough places will be made plain, and the crooked places will be made straight, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. With this faith Let freedom ring from every hill and mole hill of Mississippi, from every mountainside. Let freedom ring, and when this happens, when we allow freedom ring, when we let it ring from every village and every hamlet, from every state and every city,
2: From Studio 6C on the mean streets of Brooklyn, New York. This is the Commercials Freak Podcast on the thecommercials.tv and the magic of iTunes. My name is Dave T. Koenig. And I am Ken Pond. And we are here for another edition of the Commercials Free Podcast during a week where we celebrate the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And Ken, uh, quite a moving speech, was it not?
0: Incredible speech. One of the greatest speeches ever given in the sense that you know, if you listen to this speech, everybody thinks that when they listen and read about history or hear that speech in history class, it's like, Oh, that's when things started to change. What right. what it really what the speech really was is he was saying, Look, this has to happen, we have to do this, and this is gonna suck. <laughs> in other words, we are in for seriously, we are in for quite the 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 uh you know the, the struggle the
2: long right haul now. absolutely and yeah. and and I think he was a pragmatist in that he didn't uh promise anything would happen you know tomorrow. He even mentions uh, earlier in the speech um, the fact that uh, nineteen sixty three will not be the end you know and 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 indeed he, it wasn't <laughs> no, it was not especially uh considering uh i guess the sacrifice that he uh gave uh in the name of of equality and uh yes. Uh, You know, it's just—it's an incredibly special speech. And and as I was listening to it before, we we actually the two of us listened to the whole thing. That was just a sample of uh, what's about a fifteen-minute speech. And the idea that this was—we're coming up on fifty years since he gave that speech—and it's simultaneously amazing to think that that was only fifty years ago, exactly, and that it was already fifty years ago. Because I think, at least for me, and I know for you, and I know a lot of people of our generation, the concept of people not being treated equally is so completely bizarre. It is. It's impossible to fathom the idea. Like, he talks about uh, Mississippi. People
0: there should be able to vote,
2: no matter what color their skin is.
0: Exactly. To think that that was only 50 years ago. That's you know.
2: Unbelievable, and even into the the sixties and the seventies. I mean, I should say the seventies, and and even part of the eighties. There was still this 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 underlying sense of of racism that I know a lot of people felt, but I personally couldn't relate to because a you know I happened to not be somebody of color, and b I didn't think twice about the color of someone's skin. Either they were you know a fun same toys I did, or they weren't. You know, there wasn't there wasn't right. uh, a, a division in my mind, and my parents certainly didn't raise me to uh, have any prejudice towards towards anybody of any different uh, race, religion, color, what have you. Right. So it's just a, it's just amazing to think, and and it's actually kind of comforting to think that a lot of the issues he was talking about, um, while not completely disappeared,
0: are so foreign to me. Yeah, especially for us, the separatist type of things they did. My, my grandfather was born in 1915, and he, most of his life he was a detective sergeant in the NYPD. And he would tell me stories of, you know, I think most people know they had, you know, separate bathrooms. They had, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the, uh, kind of an unspoken rule, really, uh, in public transportation, you know. Uh, they, they sectioned them off, black right. and white. Well, the whole
2: Rosa Parks thing, and where she yeah. she was made to sit in the back. Exactly. And she said, oh, "I'm not exactly. going to sit up front." Exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, but what what's more interesting is, is my grandfather told me that there were separate precincts for black and white officers. Wow. In other words, there were black officers, but separate precincts. And if you think about it, how, how much sense does that make? Talk None. about going. Do you know spending more money just to make sure? It's ridiculous. It makes it no really sense. Is. You know, it really it is. Really,
2: the idea of a divide. I mean, like divide and conquer. I mean, if if this was a different time and we were still so divided that that uh we had separate this, separate that, you know, we we would have been sitting ducks for anybody who had any inkling to come here and and you know attack us then. And and it's only luck I think that we weren't attacked then and we were at a time when we were a little bit more cohesive as a as a as a nation. A comedian um, I know
0: has a joke where he says, you know, it must really suck to be a black Jew because you could look <laughs> at any page from any history book and go, Oh fuck. Right, right, you know? exactly. It's yeah. it's really been a very like long, you know, and, and, and racism is not limited to this, you know, past couple centuries. It's been it's been going on forever. It's all it's always, uh, you know, been a thing. Um, and I think just now we're starting to overlook that. The,
2: uh, like yesterday,
0: yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was yesterday, about twelve o'clock. But uh, no, I mean, o'clock. you know, it's like he takes steps. I mean, yes, Mar- of one course. of Martin Luther King's uh, dreams, like they say, were realized the, the moment uh, Barack Obama was elected president. And right. talk about progress. Um, that's just awesome. I, I'm going mis- yeah, you know, yeah. to be just echoing everything and everyone has ever said about Barack right. Obama. Num- nothing I'm saying right now is original. Um, it's very. Well, you're not
2: breaking any new ground. No, of no. Course, of but, course, but, but it it's, is. It's heartfelt. It, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, it, it really is am- amazing. I mean me I, as a as a being the white person I am have had to deal with segregation and prejudice my whole life um I was Because you're talented. Well, no, because I'm No, I'm no. You kidding. know, because I, because I'm talented. <laughs> what the hell does that supposed to mean? Yeah, it's so I have no hard idea. For it's for me. Yeah, well, you know, we are supposed to do a
2: comedy show, and I'm trying to a you know, ease show. a little comedy you know, I, in there. Without, I, I, I'll the, be uh,
0: honest with you, I, I I thought that was the weirdest opening we've ever had. You it, know? Was, so it was so it's like a i mean, departure for people us. are expecting us to have a people are expecting us to have a you know like a a slide whistle or trombone at the end of that speech going, wah, wah, wah. you know, I'm sure they and, were expecting something along those lines, right?
2: And that 's what I think is really great to do is keep people guessing you know if you know we, we have a sensitivity to us that allows us to do more than just the standard old yuck yucks we can we can delve into something as sensitive as the great speech delivered by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.. However,
0: we have our uh, get, we had our last guest from our previous show uh, doing uh, racist humor doing racist humor yeah.
2: in a very uh palatable way at least yes of course. Um, but that is not to say that we won't reinvestigate this speech a little later in the show we not, have a not surprise too much later in the show for you a little bit of a surprise and it will be it will be a very interesting thing uh an interesting take on the i have a dream speech we also have this week an awesome guest uh he is Tell us about uh, it. I, I i like the fact that he, i can say he's a personal friend of mine and and i can only hope that he would actually uh own up to that as well. Uh, Jay Clates, he's uh, an actor, and uh, you may have seen him in in a bunch of commercials or in a couple films. And uh, he is going to be in the upcoming revival of *Lend Me a Tenor* on Broadway, playing the bellhop. And uh, *Lend Me a Tenor* is as one of my favorite uh, uh, Broadway shows. And and I'm not a connoisseur, so if I like a Broadway show, I'm a bit it's of a connoisseur. Which uh, you have a little more of a Broadway thing. Too. Yeah, yeah,
0: but you know, I am not. Really, a big fan of contemporary musical theater. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it had its heyday before uh, nineteen sixty-nine. Right. Uh, so
2: you're more of an Oklahoma than a uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein. Uh, you know uh, the yeah. Gershwin
0: brothers. Uh, you're not
2: into the Cole remakes Porter. of films uh, that are turned into musicals. No, no,
0: actually, you know, I do. What was I look watching recently? Where I was like, wow, good job. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, I hate to admit this. People are going to think I'm gay. Um, I really not actually... Not that there's anything wrong with not that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I just happen to not be, and I don't want them to have the erroneous impression that I am. I think the only person that would matter if they
2: did think that was somebody of the female persuasion who thought you were... That's the and only reason I care. In, yeah,
0: that's the right, only reason right. so I care. So it's
2: a matter of a marketing thing Yeah, more it's than a marketing a thing. thing. Yeah. yeah,
0: I want to be able to say, ladies, I'm available. Don't let the interest in musical theater yeah. fool you. Exactly. Um, uh, everybody, I always get so much fucking slack for this, but I actually really liked Rent. I liked the okay. music. Uh, some of the dialogue was a bit melodramatic. And, of course, the worst song is the one that they like put out there as the single. You know, 500, 25, 000, right, 600 right. minutes. I mean, talk about a song that fucking writes itself. You know, mm-hmm. how can you measure a person's life in postcards, in in timeshares in fishing trips in corn chips in in nut bolts in in croutons in uh uh, toothpicks i mean you could just pick any goddamn thing and it can measure a person's life and they say you know how many how how do you measure a person's life in time you stupid ass What's why? What a rhetorical ass question. It's like, how do you measure someone's life? Right. Well, uh, usually after about a year, they're a year old. And then after two years, they're two years old. Um, just a really stupid song. But wow, the Ken, I think you cracked,
2: three, the, cracked the Da Vinci code with that one. That was.
0: Uh, yeah, I yeah. know, right? It's, um, I'm a mathematician. But no, every other song in that musical is really good. And I saw. The, the, the film version of it recently, and I was like, good job. Right. You didn't, you know... Uh, I, then on the, uh, the flip side of this, and you're probably like, shut up about the musical theater, Ken. On the flip side of this, ABC, whom I won't... I hate, uh, did... Disney did a remake of The Music Man, Meredith Wilson, one of my favorite pieces. uh uh-huh. And it was atrocious no wait it was, this mean, was a,
2: like a made for tv version yes okay
0: atrocious
2: because i saw a revival of that on broadway um it was about 10 years ago or so and it was good i liked it a lot <coughs> uh, but that was that was a live presentation it wasn't a music yeah film. i never got to I see mean, it that a musical film
0: right i never got to see that um alternately to uh mary poppins yes made Which is into now a a broadway musical. right oh it's god awful God awful. Uh, Yeah. So you hide things from me, I think. uh, Dave, you know, I hide that from most people (laughs) only because it's a very obscure and unusual fascination. I have, um, I, I happen to think that, 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 the the last remaining who nobody goes and sees plays anymore. Right. You know, nobody says, "Oh, you know, from the suburbs, says let's go into the city and catch a Chekhov play." Right. Nobody does that. The last vestige of, of the proscenium arch lays with lies within contemporary musical theater. Right. Which is so uh, more often
2: than not contemporary musical theater uh, based on a TV show or a film that wasn't a
0: musical which is so freaking stupid right. if you ask me with maybe the so exception stupid.
2: of something like the uh, Broadway production of High Fidelity which was a ver- you know a, a musical remake of the film that starred John Where there's Cusack there's no music and Jack in it Black. that's fine well yeah, i'm, that, I'm just fine. trying to defend the fact that our guest Jay Clates was in the Broadway musical version of High Fidelity and uh, oh, he's going to be oh, on of in course a couple he's of minutes so I, I like that Jay. was a I great don't exception. Make bad no no, no, yeah. no he no actually he's he's a good decision maker yeah. uh, depending mm-hmm. on how you define good decisions uh yeah, but that's... what I like about uh, your take on modern musical theater and your open mindedness of it is that you, you know you are a music connoisseur <coughs> of of a great uh, regard as far as I'm concerned. and you, oh, you. well you um uh, probably you know somebody who knows you very well might think, well, Ken's gonna hate rent, and the fact that you op- had an open mind to it, and even looking past that, that, that how do you measure a life song? You still not only managed to enjoy Rent, but you have been working on, as I understand it, a, a musical version of this show.
0: Yeah, the commercial that on is styled.
2: Yeah, at, that's right. It's styled after Rent, and even including that song about how do you measure a life. And and I don't know if you're comfortable with it, but it'd be awesome if you could
0: just give us a little sample uh, of the music. Yeah, I guess I could do that. Um yeah yeah let, let's get let let me uh let me put it out there. I you know I've been doing working on it for about 6 months. Mhm. Uh and I thought having our our life like kind of a musical about our life doing the podcast. Right right. is the basis of the story and uh oh let me reach for my guitar here. And uh yeah, let me give you a little sample of uh our version of, of how you measure a, a person's life. And this is uh, an exclusive. This is a this is an absolute yeah, exclusive. Yeah, nobody's you- really heard this yet. No, no. So, so you're, if you're listening um, to this
2: show, consider yourself fortunate.
0: Consider yourself very, very fortunate. It all depends on how you define fortunate.
2: Well, yeah. Exactly. Roll with it. Roll with it. Mm.
0: Take that beaker from the shelf And put it on the lab table Pour your life into it And tell me how many fluid ounces it is Come on, measure your life Just don't measure it in years How many pounds, how many kilograms is it? Is it large? Is it small? Is it short? Or is it tall? Measure your life. Use a yardstick. <laughs> or use tape measure. That is uh,
2: the very first uh, glimpse into the the commercials free podcast musical yeah. as written and performed by one Ken W. Pond. And, uh, boy, I- I'm looking forward to the full... To the full schmuel, uh, and we, it's not obviously based on La Boheme, as Rent is, but loosely. Well, it's 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 more of a as as we've talked about. It's a uh, it's a it's a kind of a an amalgamation of several classical texts that <laughs> lead us to the to the to the backbone. Anybody the that's Spring anybody podcast, that knows musical.
0: anything about music or writing would hear the song I just did. And see, yeah, mm-hmm. that was based on nothing before this, no right. texts, well I mean,
2: no anything well, that was our homage to the to the dark ages when all written material was when nothing came summarily from nothing. was destroyed, you know, so oh, yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes, so there yes. were no texts during that period
0: well do so. you know do you know about the the uh doctrine of ethos? Are you familiar with that uh no, but I'm have a feeling you're gonna tell me,, <laughs> you bet your ass uh. <laughs> the doctrine of ethos was was i don't ask me it's been so long since stupid music school but it was the the, the actual uh, an actual doctrine a law enacted that did not allow a certain interval to be used in music because they believed it was the interval quote unquote the harmony if you will of the devil that's awesome so no musicians We'll, we're, we're allowed to have that interval in it at all. And it, it's an interesting time in music because you're pretty limited without the what it's called a tritone. Now, to give people a specific uh, you know, a taste of what a tritone is, the most versatile, universal example would be the beginning of The Simpsons. Ah, okay. The Simpsons. Those first two notes mm-hmm. is a tritone. Ah. Also, the song Maria from West Side Story. Oh, sure. Maria. That, you know, that second, those first two notes. And then I I resolved it. I just met a homer named Simpson.
2: (laughs) exactly.
0: Ah. Um, So uh, um, uh, uh, Danny Elfman would be set on fire. And so would uh, Soundtime. Steven Soundtime. Wow. Wow. So uh, it's just yeah. you know this whole I believe the theme of this show has
2: been and continues to be, um, uh, what if certain things had happened at different periods in our existence? Which brings us to our next segment of the commercials free podcast here, at the commercials and the magic of iTunes. Uh, Ken, I, I I think I'm feeling that little something in in the back of my throat that 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 says it just very well may be time for us to to open up the old
0: voicemail box. Wow, Dave. I really have no idea what you're talking about, but yeah, go ahead. Obviously, you were leading me, yeah, Mr. Professional. Ken, I don't know about you, <laughs> but I think it's time. <laughs> what am I supposed to fucking do, Dave? No, I'm not, I don't feel like doing that. Uh, nah, no. yeah, we're not doing that segment. Think of something else. And then you'd be like, oh, uh, uh, uh. well, Ken, I think we should give people the show they want. No, shut up, Dave. I'm not doing it.
2: You know, I... I'm almost half tempted to just let you do the show yourself at this point. Oh, and and do, okay. do, that do
0: both would of us? Yeah, me. I know. So yeah. so let's. I'm the guy that's like that's like you know in front of the White House, like down with down with bad stuff, down with shitty legislation and lobbyists. And if the president was like, "Here, you want to run the country?" I'd be like, "No, thanks. I'll sh- I'll shit yeah. bricks." Yeah. So why don't you ju- why don't you,
2: you. just like uh, go ahead and and tell people. Uh, like just give give people like a two word thing about what this is coming up right now.
0: Google Voice. It's, it's a fine. hopper and a chopper and a one two three. It's Google Voice
2: for you. And me. Yes, once again, time for our very popular segment here on the commercials free podcast. Fun with
0: Google Voice. Ken, what's Google Voice? Google Voice is a free service given us to the good folks over at Google. <laughs> I actually saved that pretty yeah, well. Yeah, was nice. What they do is they give you a phone number, okay? And you can go to googlevoice.com and you could give people your phone number and they can call you and leave voice messages. They can text you to that number. You can route that number to different phones. It's actually really cool. Um, but one of the things that's really funny is it will translate your voicemails into texts, and you can read them in an email or discreetly read them, you know, in a text message somewhere. But the technology that translates the human voice to text is horribly, horribly uh, 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 in need of perfection. It's right. a very shoddy translation. Right. And, and I guess, theoretically, it's meant to
2: make it easy. So if you can't answer the phone and you can't call into your voicemail, you might be able to get a text message with a transcript of... Of that particular voicemail, but in in, in our history of, of using the uh, service, uh, we have found that um, more often than not, it's A, not only just inaccurate, but B, and I'm using that A-B device a lot tonight. Jesus. Yeah, you are. It's often hilarious. So, <laughs> we, what we decided to do this time, in honor of the great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and the uh, occasion of the day marked for his life, we decided to uh, run that clip from the "I Have a Dream" speech through Google Voice, and just, I'm going to play a little bit of the, uh, the Martin Luther King speech right now, just to give you a little bit of a warm up. We won't play the whole thing again if you really right, want to. We already heard, it, we already heard it, again, yeah. it, so if you want to go back, but uh, here's a like a moments ago kind of a thing for uh, for that uh, that clip let's have it
0: Yeah.
1: I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted and every hill and mountain shall be made low the rough places will be made plain and the crooked places will be made straight and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together
2: so that's a, a, a small sample of that even smaller sample well the even smaller sample of the small sample of the entire speech uh, that Martin Luther King delivered uh, almost 50 years ago and that's right. Uh, beautiful, poetic, powerful, meaningful, uh, understandable. And, and those are the hallmarks of, of that great speech and why everybody considers it uh, almost to a person to be one of the all-time great speeches. Now, let's just say Martin Luther King was around today and some of the issues that he discussed were still so active that he needed to reach out to as many people as possible and decided to deliver that speech to use Google through Voice. Google Voice. This is. I'm not going to do a Martin Luther King impression, but. um, Ken, if if you. I won't. No, no. But if you can kind of maybe do like a 60s folky kind of guitar thing, I will read what Google Voice interprets as the I Have a Dream speech. Let's do it. Here we go. I have a free moment. And then itself. However. If you have any consulting and love of my plans, it would be funny. And let's look at it. We'll be page strife, and if I don't know what's up, it's last. So we have picked up where they are. We will be having friends' phone, cause I'm going to be a lot. Bye-bye, patience. McDonald from I'm going to have been. But if you would be able to work it out, the president of a host public talked about it, so I don't know, okay? And I think three times a cup of... In- <laughs> I almost did it a. Without- and I think three times a cup of investments for you.
0: <laughs>
2: and I think three times a cup of investments for you for your birthday info. I just wanted to use it And I don't know promptly. Hey, Apple. Main within two minutes. My phone to chat with me, this man. I'm going to see if you got any. Bye, Grandma. Okay, bye and bar. Hey, babe. But it's spring... (laughs) This is gonna be impossible. (laughs) But it's spring training in America. Employees for best must account... So let's reading right on the purpose of Hilltops, okay? Let. Freedom. Ring. Hi. The my name and let me know, yeah. Freeman back. Let me know how I can do. Okay, that recently informed. Small Cap Colorado. (laughs) That Freeman progress, so on. And I don't get back. Yeah, three of them. And fun stuff amount for your time. <laughs> if you had gotten my mechanic freezing. <laughs> but I think you know I'm gonna have to submit bye-bye, yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: Freedom, Randy. <laughs> have fun, and I'm pretty well and well ring. I'm at my friend dot com. Birth from our greatest state and I just if you will be able to talk to you about that and right now don't know have is frightening schools and gone plow bye bye and it's on and 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 dot com april and man late at night thanks ha 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 oh good god that is google voices interpretation Of the I have a dream speech. My god,
0: dude. Oh, (laughs) my god. You don't understand. First of all, I'm about to pass out. My eyes are tearing. And I seriously, I couldn't play.
2: (laughs) You did a great job
0: considering. (laughs) Oh, my god, dude. I'm in so
2: much pain. This is like a whole show in and of itself, this one. Uh,
0: Dude. First of all, uh, I mean, I don't even know where to effing start. Well, how about right at the start? But my favorite, right at the
2: start. My favorite. I have a dream became no. I have a free moment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a couple minutes, so I thought I'd tell you guys about this. Something I've been on my mind for a little bit. But I love the the very end because it's thanks. Ha 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 ha. First of all. And Martin Luther King would be like, Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thank you. I appreciate it. Be sure it. to tip the waiter. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that whole speech I gave. Uh, you know, was so That is bad. hilarious. It's that's hilarious. one of the funniest
2: I mean that's probably the pinnacle of fun with Google Voice so far. I mean yeah. we all and, uh, know uh, that. There's still more to so be discussed. Well. I
0: mean you started to to lose it. Oh, early. <laughs> I was done. There there was one but there was one particular part that's just I'm trying to find it here cuz it's freaking ridiculous. Ugh, uh take your pick. Yeah, um oh. Uh, here, let me let me find this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> comma. Bye and bye. Okay. <laughs> hey babe. Hey babe. But at spring training in an an America, employees for best must account. So let's reading on the right on the purpose of hilltops. Okay. It went from one of the most
2: confident, beautiful speeches of all time to the least cohesive, most self-conscious speech ever delivered. <laughs>
0: Because he's exactly. like, okay, and okay. And not only that, in the middle of it, he hits on some <laughs> chick. Hey, babe. It's so like he looked out in the in the in the in the what do you I call think, that? Yeah. yeah, Into the crowd, and he was like, oh "Hey, you're God. looking pretty good." You're McDonald's pretty from good. I'm going to have. I don't been. normally stop a speech. I don't usually change history while hitting oh, on man. someone at the same time. I think where you lost it, and I love this, and is, and I think <laughs> three times a cup of investments. For you, for your birthday info. What? I, Three times a day, a cup of investments for your birthday I just, information. I just wanted to use it, and I don't know promptly. And then, hey, Apple, main within two minutes. My phone to chat with We're me, we have this to do a special, man. like... Post on the
2: website just so that people can read the actual transcript because it's almost hard to believe. Yeah, because I mean
0: we we can't really we would we pretty much every line is hilarious. At one point he says, "Bye bye, patience, McDonald From I'm going to have been. That's like, it's like see 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 you. Uh, uh, oh God, see you guys later. I was just at McDonald's. I'm going to have been... No, when you say I'm going to have been at McDonald's, you're saying yeah, like, yeah, I'm about to yeah, go to McDonald's. By
2: that point, then I see you next time. I'm going to have been at McDonald's.
0: Yeah, can you imagine... Yes, exactly. Yeah. By the time- can you imagine saying, like, to, to you know, during that time in history, it's like, look, you caught me on my way to McDonald's, <laughs> but I wanted to tell you about a dream I had. <laughs> I, you, you sort of already pointed this part out,
2: um, but... I you know you said the okay by and bar for whatever reason I don't understand bar is is uppercase like it's 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 title case bar capital B A R in the middle of a sentence like so how does it how does the sentence it, read? well I mean well it starts I just wanted to to use it oh no no I'm sorry I'm going to see if you got any by grandma okay by and bar hey babe but it's spring training blah 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 so it's it's <laughs> so it's not that he's talking about a bar like a bar of soap he's
0: someone named seemed, bar someone named, or the someone bar.
2: named barbara and he's shortened it to bar <laughs> so he's hitting on someone and then he's also talking to his buddy bar according to google <laughs> voice this is insane uh, wow yeah. this well this obviously was a very special edition but we um do have we
0: are going to post? Yeah, that, we're going to yeah. post that.
2: We do have a uh, phone number that you could call. Leave us a voicemail message, and you may be, um, you know, the next subject of this segment. So please give us a call three four seven eight two nine punk, or three four seven eight two nine seven eight six five if you are alphabetically challenged. Again, when we come back, Jay Clates, well, we the you. awesome Jay Clates will be joining us talking about. The upcoming revival of uh, uh, "Lend Me a Tenor" and uh, some of his other projects, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So please stick around. Uh, and yes, you are listening. To, well, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry,
0: go ahead. I was going to say, "Let freedom." Oh ring. yes,
2: please. Hi, Hi. and ha, 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 ha You are listening to the commercials Thanks. free podcast uh, on the commercials TV and Ken as he lights the magic up of the iTunes. magic of iTunes. We'll be right back. Shut
0: up, Dave. <laughs> Hey Dave, don't you wish we had more cash to do cool things on the program?
2: I sure do, Ken. I'd sure love to start that whole mind control thing I've been thinking about.
0: That's right. That is a crazy idea that'll never work. You should be on medication. But in the meantime, what I'm talking about is getting advertisers for our show. Oh, you're talking about
2: companies who want to pay us money for time on our show to advertise their wares and services? That would be the definition of advertisement dumbass all you need to do is send an email to info at the commercials.tv and
0: that gets the ball rolling for us to start advertising the heck out of what you're doing we'll even put up graphics of your business and or service product on our site
2: and if you spend enough money ken will tattoo your business name on his forehead
0: i have no tattoo skills and i'm not allowed to touch needles by order of law but I'll do my best to make the greatest tattoo you ever seen. Heart to heart, and podcast to podcast. Heart to heart, and podcast to podcast.
1: Heart to heart, and podcast to podcast. Yeah.
2: Back here on the Commercials Free Podcast, the Commercials.tv and the Magic of iTunes can, that music can only mean one thing. Just one thing, Dave. It's the return of Podcast to Podcast, where we feature uh, somebody who is either, A, has their own podcast, uh, B, has been involved in a podcast, or C, has never actually ever been involved in a podcast to begin with. Yes. uh, (laughs) So there's basically
0: no criteria, yeah.
2: No, 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 no standard criteria whatsoever. Our guest this (laughs) week is uh, a uh, very, very talented and and pretty well-known actor in his own right, his name is jay clates he's been uh, in uh, films such as uh, frozen river the oscar nominated film he's been in commercials for various sandwich shops and credit cards uh seen nationally and uh he was the um jack black character in the broadway adaptation of high fidelity and upcoming he will be the bellhop in the revival of lend me a tenor on broadway uh let's welcome to the show Jay Clates. Jay, how you doing?
3: I'm good. Hey, guys. Thanks for uh, having me. Nice to talk to you.
2: Absolutely. Now, for those who don't know uh, Lend Me a Tenor, and, and I'm not a Broadway guy, I'm not like a show tunes guy, but uh, not show tunes or, you know, I'm not a Broadway guy, but I saw Lend Me a Tenor, the original run, back uh, in the early 90s, and uh, that's one of my favorite shows ever. It's hilarious, but tell, tell us what that is. Uh,
3: Lend Me a Tenor, you know, it's one of those great, like, uh, really classic kind of comedy that's sort of old-school, shticky, uh, you know, it, it all takes place in the one room, and, um, you know, I, I don't mean to sound too heady or I'm smarter than I really am, but, you know, it's very sort of derivative, like the Shakespearean mistaken identities type stuff, like that kind of old...
0: Comedy thing. of errors and whatnot.
3: Exactly, right, right. It's that kind of stuff. So it, it's a good... It's a classic for sure, so uh, it's going to be
2: awesome. Yeah, um, you, you have uh, pretty... Uh, some some really nice company that you're hanging out with for this show. First of all, it's it's being directed by Stanley Tucci, who uh, anyway I don't really really need to even say who that is. I don't I think you can Google him if you don't know.
3: Right? Yeah. No. He. I'm super excited to work with that guy. I mean, obviously excited to work with everybody there, but uh, him especially. I'm excited to work with him as a director. Um, he's a great guy. We, we've had one meeting so far and had a really nice time. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that big time
2: what kind of impression did you get of him
3: um you know it was it was funny i'm um i guess i guess i'm i'm one of those guys that sort of um you know i don't pay a lot of attention to the the breakdown information you know i, I don't generally want to know who's going to be in the room or, or the, all that kind of <laughs> stuff um that's just sort of how i operate like i i kind of I just want to do my thing with the scene and rock out as hard as I can like that. So i long story short, I had no idea he was going to be in the room when I walked in the door. Nice. And uh, and I walked in the door, and there was Stanley Tucci, the first person standing right there. He was like, hey, I'm Stanley <laughs> Tucci. Let's do your audition. I was like, oh, hey, man, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I literally, I was like, oh, that's cool. Had no idea you were going to be here. Uh, yeah. And then we did this audition, and, and he was... Uh, he was just fun. That was my impression of him. to, to finally come to the, your the answer to your question, he, he was a really fun guy. Like, um, you know, we, we did the scene and worked on it a little bit, and uh, you know, he knew how to kind of like get at the the heart of the comedy of the scene, and, and uh, it was it was just fun working with him, even in the, that short period. So, uh, yeah, it was a good time. That's cool. great.
2: Very cool. The cast has gone through a couple changes. So, as of press time, like, tell us who else is going to be in it with you.
3: Um, so. So far, we have, uh, I mean, Tony Shaloub and, uh, Anthony LaPaglia are in it, um, and that's very, very exciting. Justin Bartha is, as well.
2: Uh, the dude from, uh, uh, uh National Treasure.
3: Yeah, National Treasure, and also the, uh, the group oh, right. Hangover, is which is, yeah, super excited
2: right. to work with that guy. <laughs> He's funny.
3: Sure, yeah. Of course, I love that movie, so, uh. About that, but yeah, there's there's a great cast, uh, I'm so I'm excited to work with all those guys.
2: And you guys are scheduled to open, or at least go into previews when?
3: Uh, we go into previews in early March, I, I believe it's the 11th, and then we April we open in uh, I think it's April 4th.
2: That is awesome. That is awesome. Okay, so now that we've gotten the, uh, the you know, professional interview stuff out of the way, you wanted to talk about the issues. So let's talk about the issues. Yeah, what issues do we have?
3: Yeah, what issues do we have? You guys tell me.
2: Well, you know, I, I, I know you to be a very fun-loving guy, somebody who enjoys his, uh, his stuff, and if you can read between the lines, I'm not a big stuff guy, but but our friend Ken here is, so I figured you two would have plenty to talk about while I just sit here drinking
0: my water. Oh, he likes to party. Is that he likes to party?
3: I don't want to give the wrong impression, America. As you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> but frankly, I'm a goddamn animal.
0: <laughs> Let me just say, Jay it is way too them. late for that. It is way too late
3: for <laughs> that. Right? They they all know the truth already. Forget
1: about it. You know. So well, like, you know, I've always seen. Oh,
0: i am sorry. I'm sorry, Dave. I, we always step on each other. Um, the 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 excited. thing. I I there's two variations of actor, in my mind. There's the one that are like, you know, they drink bottled water all freaking day. They do a thousand push-ups. They're in bed by nine o'clock with one of those like cold masks over their face. So they don't, you know, and then there's the cool actors that are like, dude, party, party until the next performance tomorrow. I want to go on stage blasted. <laughs> <laughs> the latter, of course, is my most favorite. Right,
3: and, and they're all the classics, the you know, the, the old school guys, too, you know. And, uh, like O'Toole um, and Bob Even Hope. the new guys like yeah. Robert Dowdy Jr., you know, like the, the new generation of those guys. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Well, I always <laughs> say right. there, you there's... can't
0: you can't be a good actor unless you you go do that stuff. I mean, maybe it's a little maybe I'm being a little uh blasphemous to the people that don't but 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 really, I mean, I think it makes you better, you know, <laughs> to be less I think you I think you've isolated why I suck, Ken. <laughs> I mean, you
3: know, at, at the very least, I think one could say making an ass of yourself in public has to be something you should practice regularly. And and do right. you right. even exactly. come to <laughs> so, enjoy? Exactly. So, uh, in So in a way, you know, I guess I'm uh, just
0: practicing all the time. <laughs> you know, me and Dave well, used to go up, we do performances in, in like this little theater in Times Square. And uh, I'd come and be like, how you doing? I'm like, good. He's like, you seem a little weird. I'm like, oh, I'm completely stoned out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and he's absolutely. like, absolutely. <laughs> And he's like he's like you do that before a show? I you know he says the you two of do you, are very you, lucid, you do that before say. Uh, uh, before a show? That's because we're used to it, Dave. That's because we do it all the time. You <laughs> yeah. know, if we just did it we'd be like, whoa, man, what is going on?" You know, we're used yeah. to it. But but Dave would always say to me, he'd yeah, be like oh, no, how can you do that? How can you do drugs? How can you do drugs before you go on? And I'm like, dude, have you no, noticed so a you know, decline in my performance? Wait a minute, I you never know? asked
2: that once. I
0: never asked that once. No, I was you just did.
2: amazed that you were you were so, you know, level headed and stuff like that. And I don't know uh, at what stage before any time Jay and I ever talked or, or performed in anything together, but uh, if you had, I'd be surprised too because you know, you, you, you don't come off as... Some, you just come off as somebody who's very fun-loving, but not necessarily do you come off as somebody who is strung out on heroin. <laughs>
1: not today, sweetie. I
3: mean, no, 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 I'm just...
0: Kidding. Not today.
3: <laughs> you know, that, that's the truth. I, that's, I mean, if, if you want to talk about, you know, which side of the fence of, of the actors who take shit really seriously and the actors who party their balls up, I fall on... Yeah, frankly, I'm, I'm, the, you know, I'm on the partying side of actors. But you know, there, there is some, like, you know, uh, moderation, some, some give and take that happens. Like, when you're doing an eight show a week, you know, job, it, it's, it's not like you're going out and partying every night. But on your night off, you sure as shit do. And it's yeah. true. I mean, people in this business do like to party. And it's oh, a very course. social scene. And it's very, you know. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, I mean, in this, in the entertainment business, drugs and alcohol are an assumed part of the landscape. You know?
2: <laughs> it's just... Well, here's what's...
1: Here's right, the, what the makes... Fuel, I think it works you for
2: you and, and, and maybe doesn't work so much for everybody else, is that I know there's something about you that I think is instantly forgivable about you as a person because, I, you know, you... If you've never seen Jay, he's and, and you should seek him out, he's, he comes off as this giant teddy bear kind of a guy. And you'd never... I don't think it's possible to be mad at you for any length of time whatsoever. So I think you get away with stuff that if I ever tried to pull off, I'd be gone. I don't mean to name drop or like you know, like situation drop, but Jay and I just worked on a commercial together. And we got to Boston. We were scheduled to fly to Boston
0: yeah.
2: uh, in the morning. And we get there, and I had heard that Jay was going to be on this shoot, and I was like, oh, awesome, we get to hang out with Jay. And uh, we get on the plane, and Jay is nowhere to be seen. And we get to Boston, and we figure there's something going oh. on. It turns out that we found out when we landed that Jay overslept
1: I and totally missed his flight. Did. Oh, and my then God.
2: He showed up like four or five hours later, and he's like, hey, I'm here. And nobody <laughs> said a thing. And now he goes and really? start, he gets to work with Tony Shaloub and Anthony P- LaPolly, and he gets directed by Stanley Tucci. Meanwhile, I'm doing a podcast with Ken.
0: Let's just <laughs> say.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, someone got the shit end of that stick.
3: <laughs> yeah. Should I mean, have, uh, I should- <laughs> yeah. If us just shoot I mean, the airport on, on it, time. You know, I, I have, I have um, at least been blessed to sort of let a, a bit of a charmed life in that sense. I do get away with a lot of shit. Especially when we're, you know, to connect it to the partying discussion, yeah, and, and especially when in, in uh, connection to that because it, I'm very good at it, and <laughs> people enjoy, you know, I I'm I'm good at a party. so, and yeah, you know, the beauty part of that that subway situation was that I totally overslept and showed up. Everybody else had been sitting in the trailer for hours waiting to get their costumes approved. I walked in like three or four hours late, getting my costume through, Ten minutes later, we're on the bus to the hotel to chill and take a nap.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. It actually God.
3: worked out to my benefit. To yeah, be but late. he
0: got his picture taken with Jared. <laughs> that is so not fair take to that. every <laughs> other actor on earth.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, but everybody. Some um, people get can to I do that?
2: Jay's kid. one of those guys. Uh, by, by the way, I wanted to I wanted to give you a chance um, and not to totally lead you in one of those professional question leading moments. But hey, do you have any stories from your past? I don't know involving, let's say, a former Soviet socialist republic. Do you have any stories about <laughs> that?
3: <laughs> Are you kidding? I I I could spend from now until like next Tuesday.
2: Well, you told you told one story that I thought was really 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 amazing and cool and interesting, and I figure it would be a fun.
3: Was it the one where I touched the guy's car? Is that the yes,
2: yes, that's exactly the one I'm talking about.
3: The, uh. Um, oh, so I, I went to grad school at, uh, you know, the, the program that's at Harvard slash the American Repertory Theater slash the Moscow Art Theater. Um, okay. I think it's a two year grad school program that is comprised of those three institutions. It's on the campus at Harvard, but it's also the repertory theater, you know, the regional theater, the ART there. And then it, we do a stint in Moscow as well at the Moscow Art Theater. And uh, Moscow, I presume, is, but certainly at that point was, a crazy fucking place. I mean, absolutely insane. I'm sorry, I just swore again. Am I I'm not supposed to swear? I forget.
0: It's a podcast, oh my God, dude. You swear your fucking and... ass off. Swear your yeah. fucking oh, ass off. Oh, thank God.
3: Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a podcast. So I can yeah. talk like right. my
0: It's not
2: regulated the FCC by the FCC It's not coming so anywhere near so us. Go,
0: say whatever you want
2: and if somebody should get mad at you cursing, we could use the publicity, so go ahead. We could definitely, so curse your ass off.
3: Speaking of which, here's a list of people I fucking hate. (laughs) (laughs) The one.
2: Stanley Tucci. Uh.
0: Mormons. (laughs) Everyone I work with. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone I work with. The producers of all my shows and the ones that pay me.
3: Everyone I've ever worked with at any point can go fuck themselves. <laughs>
2: I believe that's why we call him Jape Bridgeburner Clates.
3: So, what, what You're is, in oh yeah, Moscow. the Russia thing. So you know, we 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 did this period in, in Moscow, and it was a crazy, crazy experience. And this was in the early 2000s, and we, we were there for about three months. And one night, uh, early on, it was probably, I don't know, maybe our second week, give or take there. Uh, our friend had a birthday. We were celebrating this place. And towards the end of the night, two of my friends were leaving, and I said, oh, I'm going to walk home with you guys because it is a good idea, you know, to walk home, you know, in numbers. You can walk around alone at night, but it's not a great idea, okay, because you do stick out, you know.
2: As an American, yeah.
3: <laughs> people do not necessarily love Americans. Many people, I don't want to make a stereo.
0: That's true. The Russians fucking
3: hate Americans.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> all of them. Yes.
3: That dude, every fucking one. All right, so that's it. I was like, all right, dudes, I'll catch up with you. Go ahead. I'm going to just say goodbye to birthday boy. As long story short, sure, I, I run out after these guys after saying goodbye to my friend whose birthday was. They had taken a wrong turn, so I'm walking home alone, right? Those idiots went the wrong direction, and I, like, ran to okay. catch up, couldn't find them. So I'm walking home alone, it's pretty late, and I'm fucking hammered on Russian vodka, which is like another substance. Like, it's up in the realm of absinthe or something like that. Like, the <laughs> real stuff, I don't mean a bottle of smear enough, I mean, like, the real deal Russian vodka is...
0: Oh, yeah, dude. No, that stuff is, like, their equivalent of, uh, what's the hillbilly stuff?
3: Uh, uh, moonshine moonshine
0: yeah. <laughs> moonshine moonshine yeah okay yeah no that stuff is like moonshine <laughs> yeah go no
3: total it yeah like real deal russian it is like moonshine it's like 800 proof <laughs>
0: they're gonna be so offended <laughs> it's
3: it's like it's like kill your family in a drug yeah, driving accident proof
0: oh,
3: um <laughs> it's a horrible thing to say <laughs> um,
2: <so laughs> if you're following the through line here Jay no, left give the me bar more He was stuff. drunk by himself That's all Moscow. the alcohol
0: I buy with that warning yeah. <laughs> Totally I look for the
3: warning I don't want anything that doesn't have a warning on it <laughs> um, <laughs> Even when I'm in the grocery store um, <laughs> I'm going to get through the end of this eventually Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: The journey the is what Gaia
3: counts, you know? And is one of, like, the big streets of Moscow, right? And I pass <laughs> this big sushi <laughs> restaurant, and as I'm passing, like, a block up ahead of me, I see two cars pull up, a Benz and a Land Rover, and uh, four dudes, three or four dudes, get out of each car. And, you know, to put it lightly, the, the mafia in Russia makes no bones about who they are. They do not make an effort to hide, you know, who they are, what they do. How they rule, etc. Like they fucking run everything, and nobody gives a shit. And okay, and Jesus, okay. I hope I don't get a hit later for that. <laughs> yeah,
2: they're gonna come, they're gonna listen to this podcast in Russia and book a flight <laughs> immediately,
0: show up at the theater when,
3: when two bullets come to my window. Yeah, our biggest yeah. demographic
0: that, is the Russian mafia. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah that's right. I yeah.
0: know. I
3: knew. You, I know you guys have a big listening uh, audience.
2: In, in- Maya Savut, Dave.
3: Um, so I'm, I'm walking by, and whatever, yes, I just yes. put my head down and keep walking, yes. and each car has, like, their muscle man bodyguard guy with them, you know, they're these huge dudes, and whatever, I just keep walking, no big deal. But a block later, I pass this BMW, and it's got this ridiculous paint job where it's, like, blue from this angle, purple from that angle, and, you know, it looks, like, all weird and shiny. Uh, it was, like, one of those shirts, it was, like, a hypercolor shirt, but on a car.
0: Uh, <laughs> so you could like leave a handprint on it.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wrote my name in the side and then pissed mine on it. I I walked by it and literally like I mean I, I it was like shiny, so I put my finger out and touched the side view mirror as I walked by, like completely <laughs> absentmindedly, just like wandering hands because I've been had you know drinking too much Russian vodka, and I like touched this the side view mirror like so briefly, so. Lightly, so nothing at all. And as soon as I do, this guy steps in front of me and cuts me off, and I haven't seen him coming. And I look up, and there he is, like the dude in the suit, and the trench coat, totally like the suited-up guy on the way to the meeting I just passed a minute ago. Oh, no. Um, I look over his shoulder, and there's his, like, bodyguard, you know, like, destroyer man behind him. Like it's so obvious that these guys are on the way to the meeting I just passed, <laughs> and and he says something to me in Russian, and I'm I like I was like oh I'm sorry I don't I don't speak Russian I gotta go and I tried to sidestep him and he cuts me off again and he looks me right in the eye and in perfect English goes because it was a BMW right the German made these cars in perfect English he looks at me and goes German cars annoy you somehow. <laughs> And at that point, I shit my pants. <laughs> yeah. It was like... It was the most, like, I'm about to kill you. Like, it was out of the movie. It was Ridiculous, like... Because I had touched his car, <laughs> which was a, a <laughs> oh ridiculous thing uh, to do. But, like... It's not like I even, like, leaned up against it. I literally grazed it with my finger as I walked by. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was like, shiny! <laughs> it's a pretty car! <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> and and <laughs> So he says that to me in English, and I go... I just start talking. I'm like, oh, that's a great car. Beautiful car. Where'd you get that paint job done? It's amazing. It's all like and You know, it's funny. It's funny. You're on the way to the sushi. No, oh, that's cool. I love sushi. Hey. <laughs> I, I finally, like, sidestep him again, and he lets me go. But I really, for a moment there... I mean, I thought it was going to be two in the back of the skull and dumped into the plastic wine trunk of this fucking BMW. Like I thought it was. <laughs> I really, like, I genuinely believed that I had this, was like nice run, Clyde, but game over.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> of
0: all the noble ways to go, too, you know?
3: Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and and miles to go before I'm killed by the Russian mafia. Miles yeah. to go. <laughs> Oh, God, and you I were warned pretty heavily this. you were warned pretty yeah, I mean,
2: heavily about the mafia involvement, right so you were
3: oh yeah, um, I mean it was no secret, you know I mean it, it was we we were told that that's how it would be and and you know that's that's fine it was i mean you only need sort of a mild intelligence to be able to know how to like sort of just avoid it, you know just sh- basically you keep your head down and keep walking and nobody fucks with you but When you reach out and touch somebody's car, that's when you're
1: an
2: idiot. (laughs) 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 And
3: when
2: you make a huge mistake. Oh, awesome. So, you guys are going up uh, the revival of Lend Me a is heading to Broadway uh, coming up in March. And uh, anything else in the hopper for you?
3: Yeah, no. Previews in March, opening in early April. I think it's the 4th. Um. And no, actually, that's I'm I'm uh, on hold for that right now for uh, for the.
0: Well, let me ask you this: Where can where where's the best people if people want to find out about you? What's the best place for them to go on the web?
3: Uh oh, we the the website has gone up. Uh, so you can just I think it's uh oh Jesus, I should so know this. What a dick I am. <laughs> uh, let me attend her on Broadway. dot com or something like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. sure you could just Google it. Just Google it. I'm not a computer That's guy. I don't know anything no, about it's okay. It's okay.
2: You can probably show up on a Russian street somewhere and wait for him to come by. If your car is shiny, you might get to meet him.
3: Totally. Totally. And if that doesn't work, you can Google it on your iPhone, people.
2: <laughs> we will do our best to track it down and provide it a link to the site. How about that? Totally. Jay Clates, good luck with the... Uh, Jay, Jay, thanks you so much for taking some time to, to speak with us, and, and good luck with the production. I hope it's a nice long run, and we get uh, to uh, tell people we uh, got to have uh, Jay during his first uh, pre-Lend Me a Tenor interview uh, when you're uh, grabbing a Tony. Yes, thank you,
3: Jay. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, thanks, guys. Great talking to you. Thanks for having me. <laughs>
2: thank you. Jay Clates, once again, uh, look for Lend Me a Tenor, the revival coming to Broadway. Stanley Tucci, man. That's, that's pretty impressive stuff.
3: It's very exciting.
2: Very exciting. Anyway, thanks for uh, again and uh, for joining us. Jay will be receiving a uh, gift pack from MostlyMacaroons.com. Mostly Macaroons creates delicious homemade baked treats for gift baskets, party favors, or your own personal enjoyment, www.MostlyMacaroons.com. Ken.
3: Also check out (laughs) (laughs) jheartmacaroons.com. That's awesome.
2: (laughs) When we come back, uh, Ken and I are going to be playing Ask the Experts, and uh, we will be uh, enjoying some questions and giving some answers and wrapping up this edition of the Commercials Free Podcast. You are listening to the Commercials Free Podcast on thecommercials.tv and the magic of iTunes. Ken got all quiet, but uh, I hope the Russians haven't gotten to him. We'll be right back. Pioneers, oh,
1: pioneers.
0: (laughs) Do you have problems at night sleeping because trick-or-treaters won't stop coming to your door? Well, we have the solution for you at the doctor's hospital for trick-or-treat removal. Our
2: trained physicians are trained. To help you get rid of trick-or-treaters, what trick-or-treaters the hell are, are we the most
0: deadliest <laughs> diseases known to man. First appearing in Africa in 1985, this is ridiculous. Out Every year on Halloween, trick-or-treaters come out and pester the living piss out of people. There's something you, wrong with all the us. Or you yourself may be a I'll say. Oh, wait. Call I hope nobody hears
2: like us, us talking behind the, the commercial. <laughs> Please send us an email. Info. That <laughs> hospital be
0: mad at us. Send us a check up front. I like how you can hear me like laughing.
2: Back here on the commercials, not. I did it again. I've done that before, and we've cut it out. But I don't think we're going to leave that in this time. Okay. Back on the commercials. Uh, Back here on the Commercials Freight Podcast. The commercials.tv and the magic of iTunes. Uh, how good was Jay Clates, huh? So nice. Would you dare rate him against some of our other guests in the past? No, yeah. I've learned my lesson about doing that. Good. Show. I'm I'm glad yeah. you finally uh, you have uh, come to your senses about that I, thing, was, I was starting
0: brought to, to my senses.
2: And uh, I'm I'm so glad because uh, it was starting to get embarrassing.
0: People were starting to
2: ask questions
0: and stuff. I'm the embarrassing guy that you bring along with you, you know? Yeah. You know how
2: much I don't like questions, except Ken. (laughs) I'm really being hacky this week.
0: What's Um, up? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I'm not too much of a question person, but for this next segment, I certainly am. Take it away, host of funniest (laughs) home videos. Give what I not
1: Ask
2: question Alright, it's time for that segment on the show called Ask the Experts, Ken and Ask them indeed Yeah, well we have a couple ways to reach us Info at commercials.tv and uh, our very own phone number Ken It is 347-829-PUNK Three four seven eight two nine seven eight six five. You can call us. You can send us an email. You can knock on our door. Ask us to our face. And no matter what you have to say, yeah, dude, I don't
0: want people coming to my house. Just call or email.
2: It's sort of like the, uh, you know, like symbolic door. Uh, I don't think they're actually going to come to your, to your place, your uh, palatial mansion. Knock on the door. Say hello to your butler. Tell them you're here to see, or they're here to see you, and you'll answer the door in your robe. That's like with velvet uh, on the collar and your pipe and be like, well, what can I do for you, son? And they'll be like, well, I have a question. You're like, oh, boy. (laughs) Well, that's a tough
0: one. I have a bathrobe and a pipe. Never mind. It's a start. It's a start. No, No, it's a start. I can't really afford Uh, a butler right now.
2: But anyway, go on. on. Who can these days? This is a very down economy, and nobody can afford a butler. Which brings us to our first question. This one submitted to us via email from uh, Dawn McCarthy. Uh, she's uh, in Virginia and she writes, Ken, as I understand it, you own a pipe and a robe. Can you please explain what those things signify in your life?
0: Love, DM. Wow. Wow, that's a good question. Um, yeah. Well, first I can tell you to pot down the fucking music all the way. Oh, um, fine, fine, fine. Thank you. And <laughs> uh-huh. uh, you learned your lesson, because I beat the crap out of you from that last episode. I still have the bruises to show. Yeah, you like to bother me. Yeah. And it shows. Well, yeah. It's like, you remember, well, heard- remember American Airlines? They used to say, we love to fly and it shows. Yeah, yeah. You like I love to, to mess me. with Ken yeah. Yeah, and it and shows. It shows.
2: Yeah, by the bruises that I am left with after you beat me up. Right, exactly. Yeah. In other fantasy th- news, what is your qu- answer to that question, Ken?
0: You know, you probably could take me. I will say that openly and honestly, just because I'm a, I'm not a small person, but I'm, you know, on the below average size wise, height wise, and size wise. Uh, yeah. So you're just sheer mass. where well, you'd be able to cripple me easily. You didn't. You didn't spend a lot of time street
2: fighting in the days uh, growing up. No, but um, I ran
0: from street fights, so it was yeah, kind of a workout.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you did have uh, uh, cardiovascularly. You are way ahead of me.
0: Uh, actually, I've probably negated that with years of smoking and uh, and uh, l- breathing in smoke. Of well, there was guys. my
2: attempt to make sure you weren't a sitting duck with the, with, the, with the listening public. But you know, whatever, Ken. You you want to. Go ahead and admit that you... Uh, Dude,
0: I am just... I, I can't not be honest. I can't portray myself in a way that's not true. You know what I mean? I can't do that. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. You know, so, I can't do let that. Let
2: it be known that Ken will roll over like the hot dogs at 7-Eleven
0: if you ever faced him in a, you know, confrontation. Oh, that? Oh, well, you know, I, I was kind of, yeah. I mean, you know, honestly, I'm non-confrontational. Uh you are But not. if you provoke me, I'll get mad. And if you pro- provoke me past a certain point physically... I skip over the "all right, let me def- let me defend myself," and I go right to the psychotic trying to rip your eyeballs out. You mm. know, so it's just you know it's, and I can't really take credit for it because it's just anger. You know, right, it's like most right. people. It's, it's like f- calm yourself, center yourself, defend yourself with your martial arts training. Right, I'm right. kind of like I want this guy's balls to hurt mm. now. You know, you're sort it, so of you know,
2: plus all the exposure to the gamma rays back in your uh college days, I think that also adds to your uh superpowers obscene, yeah. uh crazed uh state that you get into when someone makes you angry and turns your if eyes. By green. gamma
0: rays you mean ecstasy pills? Yes. Then yes. Well
2: that is my code name for them. <laughs> Getting back to hey our buddy, question, what you got any
0: gamma rays? What's yeah. up,
2: what was up with the pipe and the robe you talked about there?
0: All right, well, uh, Jesus, talking about an expose in my boring-ass life. (laughs) uh, You know, I'm a bathrobe guy. Uh I I always have been, because it's the closest thing you could be to naked without offending people that might be around. Hmm. Um, My mom would kill me about it, you know, because with her, it's like, you know, before you leave the bedroom, you take a shower, you put on a tuxedo... (laughs) You straighten your hair with a with a straightening iron, mm-hmm. you floss everything,, mm-hmm. so you have to be picturesque inside and outside the recovery. mouth, right, yeah, everywhere, yeah, and <coughs> excuse me, she would kill me, she'd be like, "You look like a bum if anybody came over right now, they would think you were a homeless person,
2: yeah, um the irony being that they would be coming over to your home
0: that's the irony, yeah. Uh, you're good with, with irony. I'm on um, top the, of things, my friend. You, yeah, 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 yeah. We could just edit out this whole fucking third act.
2: Because um, <laughs> it's fucking golden.
0: It's so golden. Yeah. This is fucking... This sucks. I would say, you know, what a tough act to follow was the freaking Martin Luther King and Google Voice. It is It is difficult, you know. That is a tough act to follow, because that was ridiculous.
2: But you know what? We're pros. Um, we're pros, and we're following it up.
0: yeah. Uh, I've been in a couple things. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I love to tell people. I never, I you know, when people say like, "Well, you 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 do comedy or an actor, what have you done?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, nothing." That I really want to talk about.
2: Yeah, that's the air of mystery that that. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah I'd I'd rather not reveal. the Ooh, things it must I've been a be
2: part of. good.
0: <sighs> well, you know what's what's that old saying? It's better to it, it it's better to you know. Shut your mouth and be a thought a fool, then speak and confirmed. That is a true. Fool.
2: Yes. That is that yes. is an awesome uh, uh little way of uh living your life, I think.
0: Isn't that a cute little tidbit? See, sometimes I fucking feel like this is how I'm feeling right now. Yeah. Like we're like a morning show and we're like, let's read the little cute little thing for today <laughs> that's food for thought. Dave's got some great recipes for his <laughs> mushroom soup, <laughs> okay? And Ken is going to talk about how he likes musical theater and what its favorite is, what he likes, his do's and don'ts, what he wants out of life. You know, it's like, who cares? Wow. You know, it's like, who cares? Uh, you know, it's like there's so many important things going on in the world. And, and uh, you know, I'm talking about my pipe and my robe. You know, it's like, uh, we suck. We totally suck.
2: So, Don, there's your answer. If you have a question you'd like to submit to the commercials free podcast, don't forget.
0: Wait, I'm not done. I have the show must go on. (laughs) The show must go on.
2: Oh, and clearly you have lived that for the last 10 minutes or so.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The show must go on Um, until one of them breaks form and says, this sucks. (laughs) But (laughs) that was a joke. See? Yeah, Yeah. See? Look at that. That's bit, you know, like, little, oh, wacky. I, you know he, the, I'm sure he was joking there. I'm going to go ahead and laugh politely. Um, no, when did I, this self-loathing thing start? Wow. Oh, it's not self-loathing. It's just like... Momentary. Well, it's like... Self-loathing, at least. It, it's like a momentary... Uh, it, sometimes it, it, you have to be momentarily, have these moments of clarity where you say nothing it really matters, but also at the same time use that to approach the situation in, an, in a more aggressive Assertive way. All right. I'll so tell you know what I'm I, gonna do? I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna handle the shit out of that question. My robe right. and my pipe. Okay. You wanna yeah. talk about my robe and my pipe? We're gonna yeah. do this. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Because Ken, what you what you what you have to remember is that because nobody knows the actual answer, it's like a blank canvas
0: for you to create. <laughs> Once again, we go right back to the morning show format. You've got to take that negative, and you've got to make it a positive. Oh, my jeez. Wow. What happened to you? No, I'm just... I I was trying to, you know, retain, make an echo of the character I had created before. Oh, I see.
2: You were visited by three ghosts, and they showed you, (laughs) like, the podcast past, and then the podcast we're doing right now, and then they showed you the podcast that you would be doing if you followed this path that you're on now, and you were (laughs) smart enough to realize... And understand that, wow, that, that path leads you into uh, no good.
0: Right. Well, you know, there there is a literary critic whom I admire very much. who's a bardolatrist. And he talks about how Scrooge, if it was visited by three ghosts and stone, shown all that stuff, he still wouldn't care. I bet you that's true. You know, I bet you that's he true. He was like, yeah. You know, it's like I, I I get the same. Yeah, everyone gets the same thing all the time. Warnings. Like you know, if you go on like this, this is gonna happen. And most people, ninety percent of people, are like, "Look, it's my life. Leave me alone." Uh huh. Okay, ghosts. I'm doing my thing. You know, whatever happens, happens. You know, it's like, can you ma- can you imagine if, if Charles Manson was visited by three ghosts? I <laughs> was like, look, here's the deal. If you keep going like you you know like wearing someone's head as a hat, driving through three states while high in marijuana you're going to be in jail for the rest of your life and dub the craziest man in the history of the world. And you know,
2: Ch- Charles Manson's response would be exactly this.
0: I'll
2: tell you what,
0: I'm in your kids.
2: I'll take your face and I'll make it into a lampshade, and that's when I'm going to put my head on it, and I'm going to say, Woo, boy, and I'm not going to let you go until you bring me a bucket of chicken, because I am the Lord. I have the God inside me, and you are the
0: dog that is the Satan. That is a scary ass Manson impression. Kudos for your accuracy, but I will say this. Ghosts apparently don't know when they're wasting their time. <laughs> that thing thus the folly of the ghost. Yes, indeed. <laughs> why does it take why does it take ghosts to make someone change? I guess they like you know because their people are very, very stubborn and set in their ways yeah. and you know, as my mother always says, a, you know, a leopard can't change its spots. You know? Yeah, it's true. It's like, yeah. which is also kind of depressing. You know, <laughs> but you know, it's funny because it's like, you know, like. Oh, oh Go it, what's funny to me is the fact that
2: these ghosts are used as a literary device to, um, you know, snap people into remembering how important life is and that you can't waste it and all that stuff. When in fact, they are themselves proof that it's not over when you die.
0: Yeah. That is a, a bit of a loophole. You know, that would
2: tell me that, like, okay, doesn't matter what you do. We're all coming back as something else, or we're all going on to somewhere else. Live it up, man. Well, yeah. Hit
0: some people with your car. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, because clearly, you know, what we do in this life do- probably won't matter in the next. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Which is half joke, half true. But, oh, yeah, it's like the ultimate, you know, dos ex machina, where it's like the ultimate story of, like, you know, okay, the gods will put everything right, then everything's happy. Right, right. You know? um, had he uh, maybe stumbled upon some reason to be a nicer guy by himself, it would have been a much more interesting Much story. more fulfilling, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of literary critics that don't like it. Um, but of course, it's a classic. Yeah. And it is the, like, hallmark of the... I on the fucking Hallmark channel all the time. Mm-hmm. The hallmark of the holidays exactly. is, is seeing performance. We are
2: very like forgiving that. of the holiday-themed things. You know, the right. plot holes don't really count at Christmas.
0: Yeah, we know. do. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me started. Don't, oh, don't get me started about Christmas entertainment. Yeah. Now, you how know? does this differ from the... 5,000, yeah. 600 <laughs> minutes.
2: That's how you measure how well we're doing here in this, in this crazy thing called life
0: yes in gold bullion in scotch tape in wallets in fish hook baits awesome Do you want me to keep going I could go I was on see how long you'd two. go I could go on venetian blinds in tassels in pied a and pro-vectors in victuals in casarmas in waffles in chocolate i think danglers, we're out of time in viscous in toddlers in, in viscus and, viscous, and I want to thank jake spoilers, clates for being on these waffles in, yeah i already said waffles he was right about syrup, it by the
2: way it's a uh, lend me a tenor on broadway.com where you can find all the information about the upcoming um Uh, what do you call it Uh, 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 revival of Lend Me a Tenor Uh, also uh, thanks to Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, the doctor allowed us to uh, use his speech so kindly and uh, we're inspired by it and thanks to you Ken thanks to me Thanks thanks, thanks for being you that's what I am. We hope you'll join us next week. Thanks for uh, listening to the Commercials Free Podcast here on the Commercials.tv and the Magic of iTunes.
0: Ken. Bye bye.